Just a quick reminder, if you've been trying links that I've mentioned on any of these recent episodes of the show and they don't work, technology changes and some of the things we offer change. So what we've decided to do is put everything that's current over at photobizhelp.com forward slash links. And anything that isn't current probably won't work. So if you're having trouble with a link that doesn't work, that's probably why. Head on over to photobizhelp.com forward slash links. Or if you're following along at photobizhelp on Instagram, it's the link in the bio. Figure out what niche you're going to carve out for yourself and your area and your type of photography and just lean hard into it. And like I said before, just consistently show up every day knowing that you're going to make mistakes, but that, you know, three steps forward, two steps back, it's okay. You're still a net, you know, one step ahead. This is the Photo Business Help Podcast, a resource for photographers of all levels from brand new to burnt out who believe that business growth starts with personal growth. I'm your host, Natalie Jennings. I created Jennings Photo back in 2010 and have been happily full-time since, but not without some mistakes along the way. Those lessons, plus what's really helped me thrive financially and personally, are what I want to share with you so you can grow with your photo business too. You'll also hear stories from other photographers and industry folks, as well as my favorite ways to be more mindful and happier on this journey. If you are overwhelmed by your workflow, especially the part where you finish editing the photos and then you need to deliver them to the client, but there's this crazy back and forth that happens where they don't understand how to download their photos or you don't have your brand coherence going from your website to your delivery method because they don't allow you to customize it, whatever, this is an interview that you will likely want to listen to. I am interviewing Gavin Wade of CloudSpot. He is co-founder with his wife of cloudspot.io. And we are going to dig into all of these problems that wedding photographers have in their workflow and how he and his wife found solutions to a lot of the problems they were having when they were shooting 50-ish weddings a year, which is bananas to me. I think the most I ever shot was 30 and it was more than enough. So as you get busier in this industry, having a good workflow is imperative and this is an interview all about that. But before I dive into this uninterrupted interview with Gavin, here are some words from the folks that support this show. So if you're like most photographers, you probably didn't go into business for paperwork. Does the chaos of invoices, emails, to-dos make you a little crazy? Well, that is where 17 Hats comes in. Their all-in-one, mobile-friendly platform organizes your entire business. 17 Hats handles things like time-sucking tasks, payment reminders, capturing leads, and scheduling your meetings. With 17 Hats, important emails go out automatically. Quotes, contracts, and invoices, click, click, paid. So it's a small wonder that thousands of photographers swear by 17 Hats. You'll free up so much time from day-stealing to-dos. It's like you've cloned yourself. You'll be able to focus on what you do best, which is obviously photography. Meanwhile, 17 Hats does exactly what you need done to manage your business, just as if you were doing it. So why not clone yourself with 17 Hats? Visit 17hats.com to learn more with the discount code PHOTOBIZHELP. That's 17hats.com, 
with the discount code PHOTOBIZHELP. What if I told you that there is a magic key that is inextricably linked to your success? Well, I have discovered something that is pretty darn close to a magic key, and it is clarity. Clarity helps us to replace overwhelm with energy, procrastination, and confusion with excitement. It helps us to show up as us. It is all the things, clarity of self, clarity of what we bring, clarity of where we're going. It is what makes us excited to do things in business. Do you remember when you first started and you couldn't wait to make your first blog post and book your first client and do your first Instagram post and all of the things that entrepreneurs get super excited about? Well, a lot of times we get stuck and we get overwhelmed and we don't really like it anymore and we feel crappy. And that is always due to a lack of clarity. I am now offering Cultivate Clarity, which is a deep dive into rediscovering your clarity and moving forward in your business with energy and confidence and all of the good things. This is mostly one-on-one with me with some individual work on your own. And so to learn more about Cultivate Clarity, head to photobizhelp.com forward slash clarity. That's photobizhelp.com forward slash clarity to rediscover clarity and grow your business happier and faster. Thank you for being here, Gavin. It's it's awesome to sort of meet you, not in real life, but online. <laughs> My pleasure, Natalie. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. And so you're a former wedding photographer that saw a huge need in your own workflow, you and your wife, and you developed CloudSpot. So, I mean, that's sort of like the super truncated version of what we're going to talk about today. But <laughs> maybe bring us back to kind of the early days of just diving into photography. I know a lot of listeners, you know, they're in that place of like trying to figure out their workflow and trying to just get book weddings and get started. I hear you. Yeah. And, you know, our our story is a unique one. Uh, so if anything, I think it's the proof positive. If, any, if we could do it, anyone can do it type of deal. And there is no formula to it. It's really just a matter of showing up every single day and, and making, you know, small incremental advancements in, in your learning and your business and just how you get things going. But uh, our, our story started, you know, my wife and I met on eHarmony way back in the day, uh, back when online dating was kind of like a, a still had a bit of a stigma to it. Uh, but we kind of joined it on a dare uh, from our friends and didn't really think anything would, would come of it. And lo and behold, like after a week and a half, we got matched up and I was like, hey, this this girl's pretty cool. Like, you know, I, I like, I like her. So, and so, you know, a couple of weeks later, we ended up meeting up and we we're going to go on our first date. Uh, and we realized that the, that the online platform that we used, eHarmony, they had, they had goofed. Like when we had set up our accounts, we said, Hey, match us with people who are like 20 miles uh, radius or less. Uh, and right when we were setting up our first date, we realized we were over a hundred miles away from each other. And so it was just kind of like, uh, do you still want to go on this date? She's like, absolutely. So anyways, it, it was it was a disaster of a first date, um, not in the sense that we didn't connect, but like her car broke down on the way and it got totaled and like it had to be oh, totally no. like just junked. So then I had to drive. She So she ended up spending the night at my parents' house that first night that we went on our first date. And then I had to drive her back home the next day, met her parents the second day. Anyways, it was just like this condensed relationship, even from the get go. Wow. Um, and, and and why I mentioned it is because it's no dissimilar from how we started our, our photo business. Um, so we were three months into dating at that point, and we were sitting at uh, at the table one night over dinner, and you know we were talking about our jobs, and you know she was she had she owned her own business, 
Uh, and I had my own business in fitness consulting and everything like that. I went to school for kinesiology. And we were just saying, you know what? I like my job. I don't love it. Uh, and, you know, invariably, the question that popped up was, you know, if you could do it all over again, what, what would you do? Uh, and our answer ended up being the same thing. It, it was photography. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> and we looked at each other and we're just kind of like, well, do you want to give it a go? I mean, we were in our early 20s. You know, we were still living at home. Like, we, we could afford to make a couple more dumb mistakes in our lives, even if it just didn't work out, right? So we said, okay, well, sure, let, let's give it a shot, right? We both had the entrepreneurship bug. And so we invested our life savings that next day into camera gear. You know, I always joke, sounds way more glamorous than it actually is. It means we were able to get one camera and one lens each. And that yeah. was our life savings. So totally. Like, <laughs> oh, yep. I know exactly. Uh, and so we're like, okay, I guess we're photographers now. Like, so what do we do? How do we get started? Like, you know, we were in the age range where a lot of our friends were either getting engaged or married. And so when was this? Like in the what year was this about roughly? I'm dating myself now, uh, circa 2008. Okay. Yeah. That's about, that's, I kind of got everything started in 09 and, and started my business in 2010. So I, I get, I, I ask that only for context of like, now it's so much different and there's photographers everywhere to follow, but I know you can relate to the fact that back then it was like, should we do this? Should I do this? This is, this is like a few people were doing it, but it really wasn't, it hadn't exploded like it, it has. Not yet. There were still plenty of barriers to entry uh, for for the photographers, but it was getting less and less. Like you know, digital was in full swing. That's when blogging was the, the all the rage, and you know that's what you needed to do. And so, what we just knew, hey, we needed just like we invested into our education, we needed to invest uh, into our education for photography. Now, this is no dis, you know, this is no different. Um, and so, we just dove head first in. We went to a photo conference. Literally two weeks later, we ended up shooting our first wedding. Six weeks later. And like talk about not sleeping the night before a photo gig, like, you know, that was just nerve wracking of all nerve wracking experiences. Uh, we ended up losing money on the first wedding, driving like eight hours each way just to capture it. Like, so there's tons of just things that, you know, you, you do that doesn't scale just so you can, you know, get familiar, get experience. Absolutely. And just start growing. For sure. One of the things that I think is super fun to talk to people like yourself about is just how much things have changed. I mean, it's like I was in like a Flickr group with a few photographers like that was like you know like Jonas Peterson there's a there was a bunch of like folks in this group and that was the only way people communicated with each other it was like we all <laughs> had to like log on to Flickr and find the little forum and now of course it's like totally different but it was just really challenging to like I don't know just connect with people find people that were doing the same thing I had just finished graduate school and left my job to do this too. So it was, it was, I can completely relate to like, Oh my gosh, should we, should I do this? Like what's, what's going on? Yeah. It's, you know, you're totally right. There weren't as many resources then, which is, which is fine. Uh, you know, I think there are pros and cons to, to how things are today as well. I need a totally different tool set, but the, the fundamentals are essentially the same in terms of when you're building your business, at least in my opinion. And that's, you, know, you get out of it what you put into it in terms of, you know, your desire to learn, to soak things up as a sponge and, you know, just kind of taking every opportunity that you can to to hone your craft, to build your brand uh, and to figure out what niche you're going to carve out for yourself and your area and your type of photography and just lean hard into it. And like I said before, just consistently show up every day. That's right. Knowing that you're going to make mistakes, but that, you know, three steps forward, two steps back. It's okay. You're still a net, you know, one step ahead. 
That's right. One of the things I say at the end of most of these shows is um, in everything you want to achieve, consistency is key. So just that kind of continuing on no matter what's going on. But it sounds like when you dare yourself to do things, really good things happen in your life. Like I'll go on this date, I'll try photography, I'll start this business. So um, when did you guys get the idea for CloudSpot? And how did that come about? Because I'm, I'm interested in what was sticking you up in your workflow and kind of how how this all was born. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, the origin story we left off there was in our first year of photography, right? So fast forward five years. Okay. So this wasn't, you know, we were, it was a five year overnight success in our photography business, I guess, if you wanted to call it. Uh, and, and we were, we were, we had 50 weddings uh, booked that year uh, and 50 engagement sessions. So there was a hundred shoots that so much. She, uh, it was just a lot. Right. Um, and, you know, I'm so grateful that, you know, my wife is an editing and designing uh, and she, you know, we'd have a double header one weekend and she would have both weddings done and ready to go before a double header the next weekend, which is just, wow, that's, that's yeah, great. A, a superpower, right? Yeah, I, I yeah. think everyone's green with envy on that. Cause I hated editing and, you know, oh. and, you know, she loved it and she's just like this type A, right. And she's like, had her list for her lists and she just got down to, to business and did it, um, which I just loved. And it, it was a key to our success for sure. In the sense of just being able to handle that volume of work, but she would edit everything. It would be ready to go, but I was the techie guy. So I was the one who was responsible for delivering everything to our clients, for creating that online experience for our website, for all this kind of stuff. And so when it came time to deliver our images to our clients, like I was the stopgap in terms of like, how are we going to get this to everyone? You know, a thousand photos, something like that. And all the solutions out there at the time, and this was 2013 now, all the solutions at the time, it just it did not feel like an organic extension of our brand. Like we worked really hard, like we all do, to create this experience, to create this brand, this identity, and this this persona, uh, a genuine persona that our clients fall in love with and say, hey, look, we want to trust you for, for our wedding, right? Which is just a huge thing. And, you know, as you're raising your prices, as you're just finding your path as a creative there and as a business, you invariably create this brand that you are very proud of, right? As you should be. But when it came time to deliver the images, I felt like that was just a total letdown in terms of that experience. It was almost like... Here's your Dropbox link. Have a nice life. Almost type of thing. Like this right. very third party look and feel. And to be fair, like this is just to just to drive it home for people. Like this was like we were coming off the back of like CDs, like where right. people oh, were yeah. like, here's your CD of your images. And then we had like we went to the USB land. But I mean, folks were not doing what they do now in the mid to like, you know, 2008 to 2011, 12, it was not like that. And I, it's, it was a long time ago, but not that long ago. So I just wanted to bring some context to that because it's like, what you're saying is such a, was such a huge, huge problem then for sure. It absolutely was. I mean, I remember we were stomping CDs, we were laser engraving CDs and we were trying to just make it some semblance of our brand uh, and that it would be a highlight of their experience with us when it came time to deliver the images rather than what I felt like it was, which was like an afterthought. But we knew we wanted to deliver things digitally, especially in California, which is where our business was. Like there were tax reasons to where like delivering things digitally was beneficial. So we didn't have to charge our client sales tax for that. It's the so same it here too. It's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. For sure. And, and so CloudSpot came about as a means just to scratch an itch in our own business. Like the bottleneck that happened for us in our business in terms of delivering things, the lackluster experience that our clients were receiving just in the name of us being able to stay productive and not just be completely in, you know, bogged down by our workflow. And so again, over dinner, out of frustration, uh, it was just, 
oh, like there's nothing out there that can help serve our clients in this way, help us in our business workflow in this way and help us market our images to our vendors, to, you know, the people who, you know, would be referring us work over and over and over again. And we were just completely neglecting that aspect uh, of our business because we just didn't have time. Um, and, you know, side note, I, I firmly believe like marketing to your industry, hooking up your vendors, especially as weddings or anyone who does style shoots or things like that. Like so many people depend on your photos for their business to be successful. And so in the absence of you providing that for them in a way that allows them to quickly get it and promote you, that's a huge opportunity that's lost in terms of how your business can be sustainable over the years versus you feeling like every season you have to be on that hamster wheel of trying to find new clients new ways, you know, of people to come in through your door who will love you for a short period of time. And then life moves on and you lose that emotional window where they'll refer you to everyone they need. And it's just, that's a really, really tough grind to do over and over and over. Well, I hope you learned a little something about workflow and about wedding photography and about how to make your photo business one notch better than it was before listening. Stay tuned for part two of this interview. Interviews are always dropped in two parts. You don't want to miss that. Quick reminder to check out all that clarity stuff I mentioned in the beginning. You can go to photobizhelp.com forward slash clarity. There you can read all about Cultivate Clarity, my new one-on-one -on -one intensive to help you replace your overwhelm, your procrastination, your confusion, all that crappy stuff with motivation and excitement again for what you're doing. So head to photobizhelp.com forward slash clarity. One more quick reminder, if you're feeling overwhelmed right now, disorganized, check out 17 Hats. You'll be able to focus on what you do best, photography. Meanwhile, 17 Hats does exactly what you need done to manage your business, just as if you were doing it yourself. Go to photobizhelp.com forward slash 17 Hats to get 50% off your first year. And remember, in everything you want to achieve, consistency is key.